Well, good afternoon, everyone. Um, it's uh, Sunday again. Well, would you believe it? It comes around quickly, doesn't it? And I'm doing the second part of this uh, another short series that I, I've started last week. Remember last week I said that I was going through some old um, sermons that I did when I was a, a teenager. Yet, believe it or not, I have been preaching since I was a teenager. And, and this one I did... Um, when I was about 15 or 16, I should imagine. Um, and it was called The Three Seeks. Last week I did Seek Peace and Pursue It. Remember that one? That was uh, Sam. Um, and this week I'm looking at Seek His Face. So I want to just take us for a few moments in this. And while I was getting this together, I, it really blessed me. And we had a great time in person as well while I brought this uh, to the in-person service and I just really feel that if you just listen and enter in right now that we can really seek God's face. Two, two verses. One is in 1 Chronicles 16 and verse 11. It says, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. And then the psalm that I've been really looking at uh, to get this is Psalm 27 and verse 8. Psalm of David. And David says, My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. I, it's just got me thinking, you know, and as I was looking at this now as a, as a man rather than as a boy, I was thinking, I need to be seeking his face more. Have I sought him and his face more. What does it mean? So I want to look at that. Um, first of all, we, we are not seeking him because he is lost, like we would look for a, a lost phone or um, our car keys. We're not seeking his face because he is lost. We need to find him somewhere. We are seeking him because we are lost. We are the ones who are lost. We are the ones who need to seek him out. You know, I was only saying this week I, I, on our Alpha course, you know, people can't help being lost. You don't go out of your way to be lost. People don't try to get lost on purpose. So being lost means you have to be found because there's a lot of people that are lost and it's not their fault. The God of this world has blinded the eyes of unbelievers and they need to be unblinded, if you like, so they can see the light, so they can be found again. So we're not seeking the Lord because he is lost. We are seeking him and his face because we are lost. So why his face? Why, why not his hands? You know, the Lord didn't say, the psalmist didn't say, seek my hands. No, he says, seek my face. It's not his hands of what he can give us. It's not his feet. Seek my feet. It's not my feet. He, say, he didn't say, seek my feet. It's not where he can take us. But it's seek my face. Because your face is who you are. It's your identity. It's who you are. It paints a picture of you. It tells people what sort of mood you're in. Whether you're happy or whether you're sad. Whether you are distracted, which I get quite a bit whether you're not concentrating when your wife is talking to you fellas your face gives it away if you're not listening so throw in a few oh yes darling yes darling now and again and makes out that you're listening 
it, it, your face shows if, if you're confused, if you're angry. Your face gives it away because it's who you are. So when God says, seek my face, what he is saying is, it's who I am. Seek me, my very being. Just me, not what you can get out of me. Just seek me. Look into his eyes. They say that the, the eyes are the window of the soul, don't they? When you look into someone's eyes, when God looks into your eyes, he sees right into the depths of your being. Matthew said this, Matthew 6 and verse 22. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. In other words, he was saying the same thing. The eyes are the lamp of the body. It shines right down into your very being, your very soul. When you make eye contact with people, you, you can see into them, can't you? You can see their very being, if you like. We have to make a lot of eye contact lately, don't we? Because especially if, we are, if we're wearing masks, we can't see the rest of the face. All we can see is the, is the eyes. And sometimes the eyes are all you need to be able to see in a person, to tell if they are speaking the truth, to see if they are lying. Some people, you know, you can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their, in their eyes if they tell the truth or if they are lying. You can see the passion in people's eyes. You can see love in people's eyes. All you need to do is look into someone's eyes to see how they're really feeling. That's why some people like to make good eye contact. And this is good communication, to make good eye contact so that people can see what you're really saying, the passion. And this is why Jesus said, seek my face. Because when we seek his face, what he is saying is, seek my presence. Seek me. Seek everything about me. Seek my presence. Look for my presence. To be before his face means to before to be before his presence to seek his face is to seek his presence david said this in the same psalm didn't he he did in psalm 27 and verse 9 i'm looking at not i have sought your face but i will seek your face it was immediate. In other words, I will seek your face and I will continue to seek your face. It's something that is going to become a lifestyle for me. It's not I have done it once. It's not in the past. It's in the present and it is continuing. I will do this. This is what I will do. You know, when we seek his face, it literally means that our heart, our spirit is constantly seeking his heart, his spirit. There should be a connection between our spirit and his spirit, the Holy Spirit. David was quick to react as well. He said, you've said it, so I'll do it. When the Lord is speaking to us in so many different ways, and he says, seek my face, we don't have to think about it. We need to, we need to react and do it quickly to seek his spirit, to seek his presence. How often do we 
delay in seeking him? How often do other things creep in before him? How often do situations crop up in our life and we delay in seeking him? Instead of being immediately in it, and the first reaction is to seek his face, is to consult his presence, his spirit on these things. We try to fix things ourselves. We try to do things ourselves. But we can't do things on our own. We can't even do life on our own. We need him in our life. We need to be seeking his presence in every area of our life. To look into his eyes. To gain instruction. At, with just one glance to gain instruction. I read something that the psalmist said in Psalm 32 and verse 8. God was speaking to him and he said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. You see, David benefited from seeking his face because that's where he got his instruction from. That's where he got the answers to these questions that he was asking, to the worries and the anxieties that he had. He got all the peace that he needed. He got all the calmness that he needed. He got all the answers that he needed by seeking the Lord's presence, by seeking his face. That's what we should be doing when we come before him, when we come into his presence. All our anxiousness, all our anxious thoughts, all our problems, all our issues will just melt away in his presence. You know, when we have that prompting in our spirit sometimes. Is it the Lord just prompting us to do something, to say something, to call someone, to text someone, just to encourage someone, to give a, a word of instruction? You, you never know, it could be a prophetic word, it could be a word of knowledge, it could be a word in due season for someone else. And that is the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You know, when we are, become intimate with the Lord and when we are praying and when we're worshiping when we're listening to worship music reading um, the scriptures his spirit will speak to our spirit that's what happens when we seek his face when we look into his eyes his spirit will speak to us and prompt us and sometimes we ignore that instead of acting upon it when we read his word and when we're in worship sometimes we can just feel and just sense the lord in, and his presence there and that's the Lord just mouthing to us I love you I love you he's just saying it over and over I love you when we seek his face when we look into his eyes when we look into his face when we're in his presence listen to what David said in the same Psalm Psalm 27 this face this beauty listen to it Verse 4, one thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Just to gaze upon him, David said. I just want to watch him. I just want to look at him. I just want to be in his presence, just to be there. How often do we say that? How often do we do that just to enjoy the awesomeness of God? 
to be in his radiance, his glory, his face. No distractions, just him and you, just him and me. I remember, you probably had the same experience if you've got kids, when our kids were little and we want to tell them something important, we want to tell them something um, that they needed to listen to, we would say, look at me, look at me, look at my face, concentrate. Um, actually, Karen does that a little bit with me right now. She says, look at me, because I may be watching sport or doing something else or playing a golf game on my phone or something. And she needs to tell me something important. She say, look at me. She knows that I'm concentrating because it's, it's eye contact. I remember, I think it was Grace, our, our middle one, our middle daughter. Um, she used to go off into her own little world. We used to call it Graceland. She'd go off to Graceland. And we physically had to, I remember once or twice, just physically grabbing her face and saying, no, look at me. I want to tell you something important because we are so easily distracted. And do you know what? I think God does that with us sometimes. He says, look at my face. Seek my face. Don't look at the distractions around you. Seek me. Look at me in my eyes. I've got something I want to tell you. I want to tell you I love you. I want to tell you I'm there for you. I want to tell you that I want to give you life and grace and love and forgiveness and mercy and peace. Just look at me. Sometimes we just need to stop and look at him and seek his face. Lord, open our eyes so that we can see you more. Have you ever just done nothing and just basked in his presence just to seek his face? You know, and when we do that, I'm sure the Lord just looks at us and goes, Haha, now I've got you. Now I've got your attention. Just look at me. I have so much I want to tell you. You know, just having a, a, a worship session, putting some worship music on, and just seeking his face, just basking in his presence. You, you might be saying right now, yeah, but we are constantly in his presence, Pastor. We are constantly um, in his presence because he is omnipresent. He is omnipresent. And when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, his spirit lives in us. And so, yes, we are constantly with him. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. But there is a time when his presence is manifest, when it is tangible, when you can sense it with all of your being. You can hear him clearly. You can see him clearly. You can feel him clearly. That is something which is an intimate moment. It's a, a manifestation of his presence, which is far more tangible, far more um, intimate than what we get every day. It's a real God moment. I have experienced one or two of them, and you've heard me talk about them before. You know, I've been in my study sometimes when I'm preparing sermons and I'll have some worship music on and I'll get to a point I, I got to it while I was doing this actually this week and I put some worship music on and I just started to listen to it and you just know oh God is so real right now I remember once 
and William won't mind me telling, telling this story again. William, one of our, our friends who used to come into the, the sanctuary quite often, he came over to see me when, before the fire and I was in my office downstairs in the old building. Um, my office is actually going to be upstairs in the new building, right up in the tower, looking out over Newport. That's going to be awesome. But anyway, I was in my office and William knocked on the door. He could see that I was stud- studying in there and he asked if I could come in and I said, come in. So we come in and sat down. And the presence of God was so, so tangible in, in that office that I wasn't saying anything. He wasn't saying anything. Tears were streaming down my face. Tears were streaming down his face. And he just looked at me and he said, what, what's happening? And I just said, it's God. It's God. And we just sat there and said nothing for a while until it just lifted a bit. And I just said, did you feel that? And he said, yeah. That's happened to me on a couple of occasions. It's that manifest presence of God which we should be experiencing more and more. Why not? Why? Why only occasionally? Because God said, seek my face. Seek my presence. So how do we do that? How do we do that? He said to David in another place. Now David was king now. And he said this in 1 Chronicles 22 and verse 19. David was the king and God said this. Now seek the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. He was speaking to the leaders of Israel. He said, listen, if you want God, if you want to lead, if you just want to be in his presence, if you want him, you need to seek him with all your heart, with all your soul. Everything within me, Lord, seeks you. It's after your presence. I want to be in that presence. And it's not just the everyday omnipresent of God. I want more. I want more. Everything inside us craving him. Paul said this in Colossians 3, uh, I think it's verse 1 to 2. He said, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Set your mind. In other words, you have to make a conscious decision and an effort to seek this intimacy with God. It's a different level of worship. It's a different level of praying. It's a, an intimacy, an intercession. It's coming in between our, the obstacles that are blocking us from getting into that very presence of God. To get in there. Make a conscious decision. Set your mind on it. There are so many obstacles that can distract us. And as I was just bringing this to a conclusion, as I'm bringing it to a conclusion right now, I'm going to encourage you, just while I'm speaking and while I finish, yet we'll have our Zoom afterwards, but I'm going to give us about 10 minutes, 15 minutes before we come on to our Zoom coffee for you just to put some worship music on. Maybe go into a room and just say, Lord, just for a moment, I just want to be in your presence. I want to seek your face. We have to create the right atmosphere, you see. The Holy Spirit is like a dove, very gentle. Any distractions, anything that's not quite right and 
it will disturb the Holy Spirit. So we have to create the right environment. Set time aside, first of all. Yes, put some mercy music on. Don't get distracted. Just set time aside. Be specific. Say, Lord, I want to seek your face right now. Call out to him. Say to him, Lord, I'm here for you. I'm here to seek your face right now. I'm calling out that I want more. Open my eyes, Lord. Call on him. Tell him. But come before him with repentance and humility. Set time aside. Call out to him. Come before him with repentance and humility. We can't come into his presence dirty and proud. We have to be repentant and humble. Surrender to him. Don't ask for anything. Sometimes it's hard to come into his presence and not ask for something. But try it. Just do it. I'm not here for anything, Lord. I'm just here for you. I'm not going to ask you for anything. I'm just here for you. Allow that flow of the Holy Spirit just to saturate you. Lift up his name. Just praise him. Just worship him. Tell him how much you love him. Don't ask. Just tell him how much you love him. Then listen. Listen. Not just, not with your ears, but with your spirit. Listen. Feel. Not with your hands, but with your spirit. Feel him. And you will hear his voice. You will, you will feel his presence. We have to seek his face. We're not going to seek his face in our everyday life, just going around our everyday business, doing our everyday things. We will seek his face in those intimate moments. We will seek his presence and we will find him in those intimate moments. So I'm going to pray just now. And I want to encourage you, just take some time right now. Just put some worship music on. And just go and seek his presence. Just to bask in his presence so that he can tell you how much he loves you. And you can tell him how much you love him. You know, when lovers look across a room, they don't need to say anything. It's just that look. Just mouth. He mouths to you. When you feel that squeeze of his spirit, he mouths, I love you. I love you. Seek his face. Lord, I pray that you will open our eyes so that we can see you more. See you more clearly. Lord, open our hearts so that we can feel you more. I pray, Lord, that even right now or throughout the week, that people will set time aside, that they will call out to you, that they will begin to worship that people, Lord, will come before you with repentance and humility, not asking for anything, just to be in your presence.
to hear you, to feel you. Lord, we just thank you for who you are. You are our Lord, you are our God, you are our Saviour. And we worship you and we adore you. God bless you. Seek his face.